Hi everybody, it's Joey Remini from seekingbalance.com.au. I have a special case study to share with you this morning. I would like to introduce you to J Diane from the UK. Thank you for your time. Welcome to the call, Diane. Welcome. Hi, Joey. So today we're going to be talking a little bit, um, I think, about fear and tinnitus mm -hmm. and how the Rocksteady program is a gentle space to hold us. Um, as we're going through these vulnerable transitions and as we're learning how to build our new normal and to become that person who we know we want to become. So, Diane, I'd love you to share a little bit about what the Rock City program has meant for you and how it's felt for you to begin exploring the tools, the resources and the community. Let's start there. Obviously, when I, I um, found out about it, um, I, I was in a real state of fear and trauma and shock. And when I uh, started, it just it just made me uh, it made me feel that it was actually I was actually real, and everything I was experiencing was real. Um, and just listening to, I just felt that I was, and I was normal. It was normal what I was experiencing to hear, you know, yourself and other people going through some something sort of similar. Mm. Yeah. And would you say in the beginning, understanding the tinnitus, getting a diagnosis, sort of feeling safe within your body all of that was up in the air and very confused and so oh, yeah. yes yes because it took me a long time to for them to find out what was going on um yet yeah, it yeah definitely yeah so there was a lot of fear about is this life-threatening you know is it to do with my brain or other parts of my body um the doctors aren't able to really explain the sounds that are being heard or give it clear diagnosis and then you found my book first yes. and I, I saw you on the internet on youtube first and then, then i bought your book yeah and what was do um, you, no, you keep sharing and then then i obviously i used to lie in bed with the book every day and then i decided to get i seen it was on the audiobook because it was easier just to listen to you know great and so my question was, what made you want to do that deeper dive investment into the full Rocksteady program with the six modules and the bonus audios and the live monthly calls? What what kind of called you in to that deeper sense of study? When I started going through, um, you know, reading it and listening to how the it, it, it allowed you to, it, I thought this can teach me to go into myself and find out how how I am how I have got to this you know how I've got to this sort of stage because I've, I've never done that in my life before and when I was reading and I thought it was it was like I, I was like when I was reading it I was learning so much that I had if that if that makes sense you know I, 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 it's like it, something was coming to say this is you but you've never went there before mm. yeah you know? it's so tender yeah um, and I think 
you might relate to this. Many of my Rocksteady community and myself included, actually, this is mm-hmm. before my Rocksteady journey and before I built Rocksteady and as I was in the process of, I suppose, um, my apprenticeship, mm-hmm. one of my aha moments was realising I was giving myself away to my family members and to the people I loved and my closest circles. I was really losing myself in this urgent scramble to take care of them. And I was depleted and exhausted and lost and confused and kind of alone and wondering why no one understood me and why no one had my back. Why was nobody pouring a cup of tea for me? Like there was this kind of moment of this feels like the exchange is unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I was volunteering myself to help others. You know, I was very much, I suppose, in that rescuer mode of seeing things weren't quite right or were, were uncomfortable for people and really doing what I could to ease their pains and to bring comforts. Whereas now, fast forward to the more mature version of myself, and I'm absolutely there to support people and I'm stronger in myself and, and more available. But I also really value giving people space to navigate their own discomfort and to wait until they ask for support rather than to dive in and offer it and assume help's needed. And all of that means is there's much clearer boundaries between me and my loved ones, including my children. And I'm stronger, I'm sturdier, I have more vital life force. You know, I'm not on that exhaustion hamster wheel. So so I can be really centred in myself and obviously then more useful to my family because I'm more in my blue zone. I'm, I'm less frazzled in that red zone if we talk about the nervous system. Do you want to speak to that a little bit? Because I'm really confident that many listeners will relate to that pattern of giving ourselves away, do everything for everyone else, and then we stop and we don't even know how to stop and take care of ourselves because we've forgotten to pause and ask. I think when, when I uh, listened to your story, um, it made me resonate to think, that that's 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 what's happened to me for all, all my life I've um sort of gave myself to my family and my friends and just given 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 and this is like you said I, I did offer it and then there came a time where I, I, I needed it and I I didn't move nowhere near and and what well, there was but it, it it just wasn't there and and I and I didn't I didn't know how to 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 find it. And then obviously when I came across Rocksteady, and I thought this is this is this is what I need to to for because I I, I knew this could help me find out who I am to to get myself there, you know, because I I, I knew that no one else was going to do it for me. And I, and it was good to hear that I had to do it myself, you know. Hard to hear, but also there's a power and a responsibility, isn't it? There's, mm. a, there's that, yeah. okay, okay, it's, I can do this, I can do this. I can pick up the baton and I can hold it in my own name. Then it's like, oh, my God, I'm terrified. What if I what, what if I fail? What if I let myself down? What if I abandon myself? What if I reject myself? What if I'm not good enough? What if I, you know, the, the what if? And all mm. of that I just want to validate is really normal. As we step into our power, as we start to listen to our bodies, as we start to get to know ourselves, there is this juggle between the part of us that feels centered and powerful and competent and resourced, possibly even a bit hopeful and excited. And there's another part of ourselves that feels young and terrified and 
ill-equipped, untrained, and not ready or just terrified of stepping into any form of authority because it's so much easier to put that authority outside of ourselves at face value. Um, but then I think what we're talking about here is we get to this pain point of going, that's not working anymore. I'm waiting for the support outside of me. I'm waiting for the magic cure, fix, or reassurance. It's not coming. It's now really painful being disappointed every day. Yes. So it becomes more gentle and more gracious and easier to turn that expectation inwards and say, okay, Joey, I need your support. Are you here for me? And if I pick up the phone and say, okay, Joey, I'm listening. Yeah, I don't know how to support you, but I'm ready to learn. That mm -hmm. feels good. Yeah. And that's what that's what happened to, to me. You know, I, I thought it's, it's me, it's got to do this. And finding this can this is this is can help me you know this is this is what this is what i need can i ask if you have any little moments where you started to feel okay yeah this is working my neurons are slowly but surely changing my decision matrix is changing my choices are changing my body is changing my sensations and relationship to myself is changing have you had any little rock steady aha moments of okay yeah this is worth i'm, I'm going to keep going i'm feeling some reward here can you talk us maybe a little bit through that? From from the beginning, um, I, I didn't even, I wouldn't even drive my car. I wouldn't go into the shops. I wouldn't, I, I just would, you know, I was like a, a block of wood. I would, and I, and I couldn't even feel emotions in my chest, you know. And as time, as I started doing the rock steady, you know, then, I was I was able to take the fear with me what I was doing and I got in the car mm. you know and then I, I, I went out a walk and then I went into shops and I, you know, I used to go into shop and cry because I was so scared and and that uh, but then I just used to keep listening to every day thinking about what 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 why are you actually what are you scared of you know just take it with you I think I was I was so scared I was I was scared of being scared of myself yeah. if that makes sense you know and I, and I learned so so much over this last nine months um and and just like the other day my, uh, there was a place that I always wanted to drive and I thought I'm just going to drive and I just I just went and I came back and and I now obviously I thought okay I'm going to I have to celebrate that now these are things I would never have thought even doing and I can do I do all that now yeah you know I would even sit at, at, at a computer seven months ago yeah so it's tremendously helped me just because I, I think I was in fear of fear yeah you know and now I, I don't have it Thank you. You are speaking for millions of people. Mm -hmm. You know, fear of fear, fear of ourselves. These are conversations many people are simply not ready to have mm -hmm. or don't know how to have them or, or don't have the words yet. And I was talking to another case study, um, Rocksteady member yesterday. Mm -hmm. And what came out of it feels resonant here in that it's like before joining the Rocksteady community, because we have this rich global, so many voices, and we're all kind of speaking the same flavor, even though we have different diagnoses, different circumstances, different cultural spaces, different political spaces, different economic spaces, different diagnoses and symptoms and sensations. 
there's a common human thread and I think what what we spoke about yesterday was this finding a language for what we're sensing and feeling and often before we get to Rocksteady we're shunted and stuck even through reading the book we're shunted and stuck in well what's really going on for me I just know I don't feel right I don't like this diagnosis I want to run away avoid and I can body scan and body scan and body scan but then what and I think joining the community gives us this rich language of, oh, okay, that person put it that way. Yeah, that lands for me. Okay, I, that's a word I wouldn't have used. Or, And we, we find a way to almost let these feelings exit our body through finding a language and finding a community that will listen and hear it, but not in a victim kind of hopeless woe me way or pity. There's not really much of that at all in our community. It's more this true sense of sacred reverence of sensing and feeling in our body having that integrity and responsibility to deeply listen and feel into what's showing up in the present moment to navigate how we support or reassure that, which can be very clunky as we're learning. There's lots of examples on our live calls of folks just saying, I've never reassured myself. I don't know how to support myself. Well, let's start. Let's give it a go. And this having that language of being clunky so that we don't have to be masterful straight away. That to me is the richness of the Rocksteady program on top of all the modules on top of all the learning and the skills and tools and audios and pep talks, but having that community of rich voices. Yes. Um, yes. And I've been listening to them as I say, when I went that drive the other day and I was listening to them there and back and it's just so, it's so real, you know, it just, uh, you just feel real, you know, think this is, this is okay. This is going to be okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. Shifting from that self-perception yeah. of, yeah. am I crazy? Like, yeah. am I crazy? I'm not really feeling understood or met by my local community. Mm-hmm. And then stepping into the abyss, crossing over the oceans into the Rocksteady community and that deep exhale of going, oh, okay, I belong. I'm so not crazy. Yes. Here's, a, set, here's yes. a, a really large community of people who are holding me and understand me and I'm holding yes. them because it's two yes. ways. You mentioned off yes. the call. I wanted to go back to you. You said um, connecting with Randy, who spoke about the Rocksteady program and having tinnitus and sort of not understanding how does it relate to vertigo? Why should I do the body exercises? And you re- being very resonant. Yes. Has, has A, has using the word tinnitus less helped you, which is, which is an invitation in the Rocksteady process, and B, has re-entering your body through some of those body scans and standing and squatting and spinning and swaying have has giving yourself permission to come back into the body physically has that been an avenue that you found supportive in some moments yes because um, i'm doing the exercises and uh, in the beginning i found i found it difficult to do the body scans because i wasn't sure if i was doing it right i i, I just i wasn't I just wasn't sure, and and again, it's listening over to you, thinking you feeling it because as I was probably doing it, you know, as a process, and but then I've I've learned to slow down, just go with it, you know. So so it I've learned again, it takes time, you know, because I've probably what's happening, does it work, and so so I'm I'm really in getting into doing, doing them now the the body scans and i do them all in the morning you know so yeah they're, they're i find them really good would you say um this is a somewhat somewhat of a generalization but it could be it could be useful to sort of 
talk about. So when we hear our tinnitus sounds, it, it is some kind of neural circuitry firing between the ears and parts of the brain. Mm -hmm. And the more we focus on it and talk about it and think about it, the louder the brow makes it to mm -hmm. help us, um, you know, have our attention there. The brain just thinks, all right, well, if Joey's thinking about the sound, she must be interested in it. So I'll give her more neural emphasis and neural mm -hmm. potentials. So as we shift our attention away from up here and down into the feet or the heels or the toes or the calves or the knees or the hips, anywhere down below in the body, we're instantly just training the brain to have some control over where the attention goes. And that is a skill. Like there will be people who say, I can't not think about my tinnitus. I don't have that skill. That's me. I was thinking about 24-7. Yeah. And so we have to yeah. build that yeah. muscle. That's, that's one yeah. of the skills we're getting. And the body scan is very effective. And I believe it's evidence-based proven through MRI scans and various, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, academic studies, one of the benefits of a body scan is improved attention, and that's a skill. So the improved attention mm -hmm. to have focus our concentration where we choose. So that's mm -hmm. one piece. Um, and another is from the emotional brain, when we, when we drop into the body and feel the feet connected to the floor, mm -hmm. for example, the emotional brain sort of going, oh, okay, well, here I am. There's my feet on the floor. No drama. Like it, it just, it's emotionally neutralizing. And yes. it's almost like we arrive at a really nice place, actually, if we get bored. <laughs> because mm -hmm. boredom on the emotional spectrum is somewhere between sort of joy and excitement and anxiety and panic. You know, we're in the middle. Mm -hmm. We're on that trajectory of coming into a safer, more emotionally neutral place. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the, the body scanning and the reconnecting to our body is partially part of that red zone in the fight, flight, freeze, fawn of living mm -hmm. out there in the head and in everybody else's business and just not wanting to be in our body at all. So we're, we're up here all the time making very should-based conversations. Well, I should do this, yes. I should do that, and I should feel this, and I should do that. The body scan is actually returning us home to the body where we can get a little bored. We can be a little more neutral, but we can actually start to get present instead of future mm -hmm. or past immobilized or dissociated so coming back into the body and reconnect what's really going on aside from the sounds or the dizziness for those people with vertigo uh, to get present in real time with okay what's the body sensing and feeling physically mentally mm -hmm. emotionally spiritually how can i start to meet and address what's real for me rather than living that fry pan to fry pain fear fear of fear of fear of fear cyclical yeah. life which is yeah. really hard and really exhausting yeah. but not yeah. uncommon not uncommon at all because the question you asked me about um, randy is when i first when i thought maybe this is not for, for me you know maybe um it's maybe for people with more vertigo and and then obviously i listened to randy's and i thought oh again there's there's a, a real thought you know I was having he's he has it as well so it, it was and I just knew everything was there you know I just I knew it was all there for me yeah yeah it's 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 a really rich conversation so for you folks out there listening with with tinnitus with any unwanted bothersome sounds in your ears or your head or your body actually some people sort of say they feel like the sounds are coming from their body as opposed to up here you're welcome. This is a community for unwanted sound sensations as well as dizziness or vertigo sensations. And I really invite people to hold loosely their diagnosis and to shift away from using that language too much 
just so that we can learn to neutralize it emotionally. Um, and another case study I recently published, Sam, I think it was, said he actually started calling his tinnitus vertigo just because he felt like it legitimized more what he was going through. And so if he was out in public and people would say, how are you doing? Be like, oh, I've, you know, I've got a bit of vertigo today, but, you know, I'm... And he, he felt like using that different language really worked for him. Yes. Um, so, again, we just want to not demonize the T word and not yes. overly hook or identify to it because that mm -hmm. raises the emotional loading, which raises the emo um, the neural attention and emphasis, which means we get more neuron action potential synchronizing in those tinnitus mm -hmm. circuits and it all strengthens and we get more of what we don't want. So there you go. There's a little tip to help people. Yeah. And that's very embedded in the Rocksteady program. And I've, re I've really learned that, you know, because I was thinking about it all the time and then doing the program, I go out and I don't think about it and I can come back and think, oh, did that? I never heard that today. But you know, so right, and and you yeah, weren't yeah. and you weren't checking in every moment. Is it there? Is it yes, there? Yes, before, yes. Yeah, and I think it's really normal to um, it'd be a little bit like any kind of addiction or withdrawal symptom, in that you know, if I'm suddenly deciding not to eat sugar, my body be like, where's the sugar? Where's it? Where's the sugar? Where's the sugar? Mm -hmm. And I think as people enter the Rocksteady program, and almost instantly, there's very little reference to tinnitus. Or body sounds you know we use words mm. like tender vulnerable uh, an umbrella term of dizziness just to encompass everything i think people who are very hooked to tinnitus can be why aren't they talking about tinnitus i want more tinnitus yes. and, yes. and there's that mm. that, that withdrawal yes. of where did it go it's like oh no no we're not talking yes. about that. we're talking about you <laughs> yes yeah and that's what i love now i think i'm not really tinnitus is there you know it's, it's about all these other things i'm learning now you know so let's shift the conversation there what if you feel confident and safe to share what things mm -hmm. about yourself have you learned how has it tenderized you how has it brought you home to diane same it's learned me um how i i, I never looked inside myself I, I just always was always inside i've never really looked at me how I felt what was I feeling what how did it affect me I, I never put the thoughts inside yeah. always outside for everyone else and um, it made me realize how much fear I, fear I had and I didn't, don't know what I was scared of but I was living and being scared of scared being scared so so this has completely taught me to well, why are you why are you scared? What's going to happen? You know, it's I, I, I overthought a lot of things before, and now it's given me the tools to stop and think, and and it's completely changed. What's changing my my mindset? How I think. Mm, I I almost feel like what you're describing is you're pausing and reflecting as opposed to yes. thinking. Yes. It's it's almost like a different energy. Yeah. And I have, if, if you feel like you want to share, have there been any specific tools, bonus audios, pep talks, or live calls in particular that have really spoke to you and you've been like, oh, okay. Um, I, I can't remember the, the specific one, but there were, there was one the other day when I was going and down in the car and um, 
and, and she, I can't remember her name, Joy, because I, I, I listen to them every day. And she, she was really emotionally, um, I think she was a Spanish girl. She was Spanish. And, and she, she was speaking in Spanish. And, and that really touched me mm-hmm. in, in a nice way, you know. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I listen, I, you know, I listen to all different you go to I go to the bonus ones and I'll maybe go on to um uh, like you the ones um, that you do because sometimes I, well my sleep's got a lot better but I was waking up a lot during the night and then I used to go in and listen to the sleep mm-hmm. body scans and mm-hmm. and so so I was using them at different times of the day and Perfect. now I'm sleeping right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm curious, when you refer to the foreign language, is that, I think I actually suspect I, I know what you're referring to, but for confidentiality reasons, I won't share what people yeah. share in the program. But was the thing that touched you just the fact that someone from the other side of the world was able to self-support and soothe themselves in their own language? Because there's something very beautiful about hearing a foreign language Um just the authenticity of someone speaking to themselves in their own mother tongue yes yes because 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 i never thought about it actually listening to her but then when i when i was when i put it off i thought i wonder what she said um because obviously i don't speak spanish but i thought that was nice how she took herself back mm. to who she, who she is what you know it's like i i i, I she went back to her original self yeah I think I I know I remember I remember um that call and and inviting you know feel free to do this in your own language Um, even if even if you're bilingual or you know very proficient in English this is not about performing to the group this is about you caring for you and do that in whatever language works for you yeah Um, that's the thing that 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 I love about this because I'm quite a realist myself. It's so, it's so real. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not like it's things I've done through working at. Things can be scripted. It's just this is how it is just now. And this that, that this is what I love about it. You know, you see your good days, your bad days. This is it's quite real. Yeah. What's well, very real, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's all being mm-hmm. human together. It's yeah. been it's been so beautiful um, hearing how far you've come and yeah. I've just been doing this small call series. It's me, it's a small group of six people and we're talking on really rich, what I would consider soulful topics. Um, and when we spoke about ongoing darkness, including, you know, the fear of fear and suicide and grief mm-hmm. and loss and just not being able to get out of the funk and, um, I've been to this place myself and we were talking as a group about the despondency and indifference and meh. And um, I think fear of fear can can take us to this place. Um, but what I wanted to share is where we went in that call was saying, can we arrive at a place where we can acknowledge we're in deep sadness and grief and that is now neurologically integrating and digesting through our system. It's not something we can just skip over or skip under we don't just go through it we integrate it we metabolize it we digest it using rick hansen's term um it changes us it transforms us this these yes. deep deeply dark 
and normal parts of being human. You know, introduce me to one human on the planet who's not going to experience grief in some form. So, for example, many people in our community will experience grief of losing who they were, who they thought they were, and they get this medical diagnosis, this illness, these symptoms, and they're just so sad to lose that happy, competent, vibrant, independent self. So there's a huge grief there. So what I wanted to share is I think part of healing is being able to open up that little bit of light that says, well, if I am the caterpillar at the moment cocooning in a very dark place, who am I becoming? And can I start to get a little excited or open or hopeful towards yes. that conversation of who I'm building? Because yes. if I'm always stuck in the grief of what I've lost, I'm really not freeing myself to move forward. And there's nothing wrong with being with the grief, but we also have to work through and work toward this sort of a sequence. Mm -hmm. And I think Rocksteady really holds that place for the full sequence of the process. Yes. Um, and I think also just for those of you listening, there is a, there's a little potential danger or hiccup or at least time delay. If you're out there dabbling in all sorts of different therapies with, you know, a bit of tinnitus retraining here and a bit of cognitive behavior therapy there and a bit of yoga and mindfulness and meditation there and a bit of spiritual healing and psychics and drugs and supplements just a little bit of everything everywhere i think has a very fragmented approach on and and result that there's yes. there's just little tethers everywhere but nothing's really strongly forming yes and my intention with the rocksteady program is we follow through and we weave in a really solid hard wide result so we become the new normal we design it we cultivate it we create it we're responsible for that person we're becoming it's not a random yes. stab in the dark mm -hmm. that's what I, I, I have learned since the beginning as you say julia was when I, this first came on i was just running everywhere to try and fix this you know i went to any &E, i went to the herbalist i went to tinnitus clinic and i was just trying to fix it and then obviously coming onto the program i never it taught me to about me I never thought about me. I just wanted it fixed. And now I've even said to my to my husband, honestly said, I said, you know, I I I I don't want to go back to who I was. I'm I'm quite happy to look forward to being this new person that I'm finding out well, who gives, I am. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, I do know. I do know. Honestly, hand on my heart. That that is that is um what I said. I said I'm I'm, I'm looking forward. I don't want to go. I, I missed that, but it'll come back. But I don't. I want to come. I want to be a different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really rich, and I think that's really healthy because, as I yeah. describe in chapter ten of my book, we can't reverse time or go backwards, and we can never be that person we were because, on a very physical level, our body cells are literally dying and regenerating every day every week every month and so we really are reinventing ourselves in a very real way the question yeah. is you know if we look at the computer analogy you know, are we updating our software and our hardware yeah. system so that we yeah. actually have a 2022 version or yeah. and that really stuck in my mind are we living yeah. in 2017 windows and mac operating yeah. you know and we yes. just don't want to move from there and we're really stuck yeah. in that 2017 version and we're resistant to any software updates so we're covered in viruses and nothing works yeah. and it's slow and it's not quite right that's yes. a great analogy of being human yes. and yeah. so that was me 
Yeah. And me too. I think it's really common for us to get stuck in these resistant places. Um, and now where I am with Rocksteady is I'm really deeply exploring the, a willingness to be present and in, more in my blue zone with the full spectrum mm -hmm. of human experience, you know, even the deep challenging darkness of the world and corruption and mm -hmm. social inequities. Can I stay in my blue zone and hold really steady as I allow myself to feel that? as well as be open to the joys and ecstasies and connections and warmths and the upper uh, sensory experience. So I'm not stuck in any, I'm not rigidly needing just like this little window of experience. And that's where mm -hmm. I'm comfortable And anything up that end or that end, I just have to reject because I can't handle it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so I think Rocksteady really takes us to a, a place of really a, a lot, being alive and awake to our mm -hmm. full potent, potential of experience mm. um with i think navigating fear will be an, a somewhat natural evolution that, that that and challenge that we keep meeting mm -hmm. because fear is kind of in the air we're breathing fear is everywhere but my hope for my rocksteady community and even myself my intention is that we're able to trust that we can recenter we can we can meet that fear and really come back to our center and this really gentle powerful place of knowing who we are and knowing mm. what we're not having yes. that boundary yeah um i don't know I'm, I'm still learning that but it's it's really exciting you know because i'm not i've not got the fear as and what i'm moving on yeah mm -hmm. it's beautiful my wish mm. for you diane is that you really learn um and enjoy exploring your center your steadiness your gentle blue yes. zone yes and that with time and when you're ready you're able to bunny hop in and out of the green and red zone yeah. with grace and capacity and resource mm -hmm. that and that, that's still yeah. part i've got to learn i'm, I, I'm yeah. not really up on that yet so it's it's it, it's for me this has been a process over years and it just keeps on being a reward that keeps on giving okay mm -hmm. um and it sounds to me that you're beautifully, beautifully on track. And I love your excitement. Well, I just, um, I'm, it's yeah. like my, my, my new friend in the house. Yeah, yeah. And you've got yeah, yeah. in you now. You've got that self-friendship. Maybe that yeah. would be a place to um, finish up our conversation is how has your relationship mm -hmm. to yourself changed now that you've started to look within and listen? What have you learned about yourself? I've um, I, I have my happiness back for some reason. You know, I I I, I can I can I laugh again. I I feel some things are blocked inside of me now. Um, I just yeah, I'm, I I feel I feel as if I'm opening back up now. Where at the start of the year I felt I was, you know, like a withering. Yeah. Now, now it's like it's yeah, yeah. I was blooming again. That, that's how I can explain it. Yeah, you know. So, so beautiful. And mm. you know what? You beautifully described the window of tolerance in that our red zone is when we do close in and we're unavailable mm. and we're shriveled yeah. up and energetically we're just I can't handle it. So just not right now. Yeah. And um, and that's all normal and fine and fully validating that that's a human experience and it's something to be aware of and to learn how to nurture. Nothing to avoid. And then the green zone is our learning zone where it's like, oh, I'm a bit excited, but I don't really know exactly. I'm not on top of all of this. This is new. It's unsimple. Yeah, yeah. That's the green zone. Like we're not freaking out, but we're a little awkward, little clunky. Yeah. 
Um, that's our growth zone, challenge zone. And the blue zone is when we're open, we're soft, we're gentle, we're humble. We're not so much in language. We're more spaciously feeling the world. The senses are, are washing over us and through us. We're smelling again. We're hearing the birds. We're actually noticing the beautiful gardens that we're walking past. We're not so stuck in our head. We're mm. openly receptive to the world. And so you've really beautifully sort of described that for yourself coming from that red zone into that blue zone yeah 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 and, and yeah yeah that's yeah that, that exactly that, that is that is that's what's happened yeah 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 it's, it's, it's just getting better and that but this is what I'm, I'm really happy about as well because it's like um it's like I'm you know I'm 50 years old but it's like um just going into this this new opening yeah I've never had yeah and how does it feel how, this this question's more on the side of private therapy versus self-study they're very different and I would not say private therapy replaces self-study I think self-study is a very unique personal private process because we do it at home whenever we want it's a solitary investigation supported by resources so the audios the videos the written exercises and so on and so forth but it, it almost sounds to me like you've experienced a deep therapeutic benefit without going to therapy and using the yes. self-study inquiry has that surprised yes. you yes because when first when eating I thought oh I've I think how I, I was, I, you know, I couldn't, as I say, I couldn't sit at a, at a computer, I couldn't concentrate, and I thought, I'm never going to be able to do this. But as, as I say, you know, I, you had the book, I had the audio book, I, I, could, I could go into bed and read the book, I could go into bed, listen to the audio book, I could then go out, and I, I, it's like I had it all accessible to me, and I could listen to the car, I could listen to walk in or I could just go away and log on so I thought this is actually better than just you, you know I, I felt like and even now it's it's my friend because it's there all the time when I need it yeah and and you can go it's at your own pace and and I think the reassurance say well you know if you, you want to have a day off take a day off that sort of made it oh this is okay yeah. You know, it's not thinking, oh, I've got to keep doing it. I've got to, you know, you know, you're you're going back into that sort of yeah. motor game. You think this is actually real. I, I can have a day off, and yeah, that's what I loved about it. It, it was just mm. everybody see everybody gets it. Yeah, and I just want to validate. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Um, and I and I fully agree. I've done both quite a bit of private therapy myself as a mm. client and some self-study and I really think both are very rich and mm -hmm. I think self-study has the stuff I've done on my own has allowed me to go much much deeper in my own space in my own privacy when I'm relaxed and comfortable whereas where private therapy has been helpful I think has been if I've needed another person to mirror back places I'm stuck or things I can't see or skills I don't have yet so it's in the bigger picture of things, I think I go more deeply and I, I go further into myself on my own in self-study. There's a real richness there of exploration and 
um, I can cover more ground. But the private therapy is good if I'm if I'm stuck. What if I'm locked in that red zone and I can't get out? I may need a private therapist to really help nurture me back and give me a tool that I can then integrate back into my self-study. So I'm just trying to get listeners to get a feel for the fact that private therapy can be incredibly useful in connecting and sharing stories and all of that. Um, but there is a definite richness to finding that map finding that compass and really having independent responsibility for who we are in any moment, 24 seven, what am I sensing and feeling? How am I going to support myself? That's mm -hmm. the self-study journey. And we can't live with a therapist on our shoulder. And that is why I built the Rocksteady program because mm -hmm. there was one of me and just way too many thousands of people out there who wanted to work with, yeah. with this process and have, have me involved and yeah. just completely unsustainable. So having, the 24-7 support kit. And as you said, even for folks like myself who are sensitive to screens, um, we can log in, click play, close our eyes and listen. Yes. Or we can log in, click play, put it in the car and drive. Or log in, click play, put our earbuds in and go for a walk. There are ways we can work with our sensory sensitivity and have this incredible technology support us. Yeah. It's fabulous it's it's just it's like you're you're supported 24 7 yeah yeah so yeah mm -hmm. beautiful yes it's really um still looking forward to the, the next three modules yeah i feel yeah. like i feel like finishing off by asking you a somewhat brave question but i feel you're ready for me to ask this and the question is would you say you like yourself now yes isn't that yes. just, yes. I can see it in your face. There's this beautiful mm -hmm. feeling of I'm not doing this. I'm not forcing myself to do exercises. I'm excited mm -hmm. to meet myself. I feel your energy. Yeah. It's not just yeah, home. I'm, I'm, I'm coming at a different person. Yeah, you seem yeah. delighted. It's it's such a yeah. beautiful place to be given where you started. Yeah, oh, oh yes, yes. Because I said I, I, I don't. I don't want to be the person again, you know. And this, uh, this came to me for me to, to be a, who I am. And I'm, yeah, I'm loving it. But it's just, it's you know, you have, you have your moments, but it's um, it's just, it's just great to find, go inside, bring that person out. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, Diane, thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're welcome. It's lovely to speak to you. Yeah, I hope we can connect perhaps on a, a live monthly call as part yeah, of yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm coming up. Got them in my diary, yeah. Yeah, and I've just actually released all the 2023 dates um, for oh, people to calendarise and pencil in and look forward to. Good, good. Yeah, lovely. yeah. I look forward to that. For those of you listening who connect to Diane's story and feel curious and want to get this sense of belonging and understanding in our Rocksteady community, we invite you to join us. Visit seekingbalance.com.au to learn more about me and my Rocksteady community. And hopefully we'll see you in module one. Yeah. So it's a thanks for listening and a bye for now.